0: Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the To-Do List. I'm your host, Eric Fisher, and this is the show where I talk to the people behind the productivity. This week, I'm talking with one of my favorite people, Jay Baer. And for you, the take home from this conversation is to look at it through the eyes of a potent strategy. One of the most productive things that we can do is to have laser-like focus and insight when it comes to what are the most effective actions I can be taking in my life, in my business, in my personal life. And Jay's new book that he co-wrote with Daniel Lemon is called Talk Triggers: The Complete Guide to Creating Customers with Word of Mouth. And if you know anything about word of mouth, it is one of the most potent things that you can do when it comes to any business. And I think I literally just quoted Jay from this conversation. In fact, I'm sure of it. Point being, we're going to walk through some of the research that they did for this book, some of the case studies that they did for this book, especially some local ones that are local to both Jay and myself, and how focusing in on a specific action, creating talk triggers for their customers, these businesses, by creating a word of mouth strategy, which is rare, they are able to lean in on something that you've heard talked about on this show before, which is the 80-20 rule, the Pareto principle, where out of 100% of your actions, 20% of of that action is doing 80% of the work. And so I want you to enter into this conversation with Jay Bear thinking about that Pareto principle and how you can apply what we talk about in this conversation to your personal productivity, as well as your business, if you have one. Before we get into that conversation, I do want to make mention a ton of you reached out to me on social and said that you loved the last episode that I did with Daniel Clark about Brain.fm. And because of that, I wanted to remind you to not miss the special deal that Daniel made for listeners of this podcast, which is to go try out Brain.fm for free and to use the promo code BEYOND to get 20% off your first year. I can report back that since I've been using it, I have found that it has increased my focus when I am focusing in on a Single task, I have taken much more energizing naps than before, and I am getting deeper sleep. I know all this because I'm tracking my sleep. More on that in a future episode. But if you want to take advantage of this deal, go to beyondthetodolist.com slash brainfm and use the promo code BEYOND. Trust me, you can try it for free. You're going to love it, like I did. And many others of you who have told me have found it beneficial as well. Again, that's com slash brainfm. Use the promo code BEYOND and let me know when you try it out how well it worked for you. All right, enough about that. Enjoy this conversation with Jay Bear. Well, this week, it is my privilege to welcome back to the show. It's been a long time.
1: Jay Bear. Welcome back, Jay. Eric, thank you so much. It has been a long time. I'm glad that you are continuing to rock and roll with this fantastic show. Makes me happy. Yeah, you
0: were one of the ones who was in that first, like, salvo of episodes, like the first 20 yeah. episodes way back in, yeah. gosh, 2012. So six yeah. years, six plus years al- almost now. And of course, you and I know each other outside of the podcasting world and the marketing world. Like I've seen you enough times. Uh, well, one, locally, because you're only about two to two and a half hours maybe south of me. That's right. So that's, that's right. one thing. And then the other we is... Are, that, we
1: are both Hoosiers.
0: Yes. And then we... Well, and, and not by native, I don't think. We're both like no, no, relocated Hoosiers. Adopted. That's right. That's we, right. They're almost, So I'll take it. Yeah. They're almost be, ought to be like a Facebook group. Re- relocated Hoosiers. Like how we... <laughs> (laughs) How we acclimated to Hoosierhood or something. So, but, uh, and then we, you know, we, we migrate in the social media and marketing and business realm of things. Uh, you know, it's been a while. And, you know, the last time you were on, we had a great conversation. You since then have done something that I've been, you know, really interested in, which is the whole hug your haters thing. Basically, hug your haters for me is that must read book for anybody that's in customer service. But then I pause and say, wait, It's actually even better for people that are outside of customer service because it clues them in on that whole aspect of things and why customer service really needs to be like that key piece in terms of your your business strategy, right?
1: Yeah, I think that's that's absolutely it. And, and that's proven to be uh, the case with that book that a lot of people in customer service buy it for their boss uh, or buy it for the owner or buy it for the manager of the business who, who has historically treated customer service as a cost center, not an opportunity center. Uh, And it sort of said, yeah, it's sort of something we got to do. And um, it's I I like that book a lot. And it's done really well. And and it's become sort of a a rallying cry, a talisman for people in customer service and customer experience. So that makes me very happy.
0: Yeah. And and it was uh, appropriate, I think, for someone and if not you, somebody hopefully uh, would have come along and created or written that book and said, look, let's call attention to what the opportunity here is that we have. And it's, you know, Hug Your Haters existed, you know, the the principle, the concept that you're talking about in that, you know, it it, it doesn't necessarily tie itself specifically to social media, but like most things that social media did is it, it amplified our awareness of it.
1: Yeah. And so much more of our customer interactions are taking place in public. That's really the big financial move on the chessboard here, right, is that is that customer service is the new marketing now because so many more of our customer interactions take place in full view of other people. Certainly, that's true in social uh, Facebook, Twitter, most uh, definitely to some degree Instagram now as well. And then we also have the whole field of ratings and review sites and and discussion boards and forums. You know, it's not just as simple as answering the phone and answering emails from your customers anymore. There's a lot more to it than that.
0: What's great, though, is to see this follow-up, which when I saw the concept and the title and everything, I thought, well, this is a no-brainer. It's a natural fit. It's a natural follow-up to Hug Your Haters. So Talk Triggers is kind of Almost being proactive in a social space, in a marketing way, but in a hey let's proactively not just hug our haters but like let's reach out and be remarkable in advance it, it's let's give an inoculation to somebody who could have been a hater and mm-hmm. keep them from ever becoming one
1: so yeah i mean it, it's, it's a weird it's a weird thing because word of mouth is the original marketing. Right. And for a long time, that's all we had. Right. Cavemen only had word of mouth. And the data show that today, depending on your business and your industry, between 50 and 91 percent of all sales are influenced by word of mouth. Now, think about that. Right. Half to all of your money is related to word of mouth. Yet it's the only thing that we don't have a strategy for. Nobody has a word of mouth strategy, right? You've got a a marketing strategy, a digital strategy, a content strategy, a social strategy, a PR strategy, an HR and recruiting strategy, a crisis strategy. You've got a whole desk full of strategies, but nobody has a word of mouth strategy. We just take it for granted. We just assume that our customers will talk about us, but... Will they? And, and if so, what exactly are they saying? So what Daniel Lemon and I, my co-author, have, have tried to do in Talk Triggers, and the subtitle says it all. It's the complete guide to creating customers with word of mouth. What we've tried to do is give people a, a, a framework, a manual, for doing word of mouth on purpose. Because right now, everybody does word of mouth on accident, and it's way too important to do it on accident.
0: And so, this, as I was reading through the book, it hit me that this is prime for my audience, the people that listen to this show, because they're used to thinking about, you know, productivity and how to get the most out of their time, get the most out of the effort that they're putting into something. And there's a lot of business yep. owners that listen to this as well. And it struck me, oh, You guys are really not just, you know, in the realm of hug your haters, but also with this new book, Talk Triggers, there's a principle that kept coming up in my mind and it's the Pareto Principle. It's other words, otherwise known as the, the 80-20 rule that 80% Mm -hmm. of the effects come from 20% of the, the effort. And I kept coming back to this, that you know, to be truly effective with our actions and bring, you know, about the most amount of results forward that we can with that least amount of action or effort. It's, it's one, it's incredibly strategic. Two, if you can figure out what that 20% is, then, and lean into it, like leaning into your strengths, you get these greater results. And that is what I kept seeing in all the examples in this book.
1: Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, let me say it this way. The best way And the most productivity efficient way and the most cost effective way to grow any business, I don't care what the business is, it does not matter, the best and most efficient way to grow any business is for the customers to do the growing for you. The whole idea of talk triggers is that you turn your customers into volunteer marketers meaning that you have to spend less time and less money on marketing yourself because your customers are telling your story to one another. When that happens, it gets you new customers at no additional cost. To me, that's the real win here. Like, okay, and a lot of the examples in the book, we talk about really successful businesses that spend nothing on advertising. Because the customers tell the story over and over and over, and the customers become the, the growth engine for that business. Eric, you've probably heard this phrase, advertising is a tax on the unremarkable. There's some truth to that, right? Th- that, that is not entirely true, but it is at least partially true. And, and what we try to do in this book is give you a system to turn your customers into a growth engine so that you can spend less time on marketing and less money on marketing.
0: Yeah. And and again, that goes back to, okay, if you're leaning in to your strengths, which you talked earlier about, you know, we don't have a strategy for this. I think that's the thing is that some of these businesses, they could be remarkable. In fact, they might be remarkable already. They just aren't leaning into
1: making that yeah. fact apparent to their customers. That's and, it. and Again, yeah. not in they, a marketing way. Yeah, they just don't. They just don't see it. Might be too close to it, things like that. And, and the real challenge there is that we have convinced ourselves in business that competency creates conversation. That the, that the key is to just be a good business. That if you're a good business, customers will talk about you. But that's not really true, is it? Like, I don't know everybody listening. i I'm I'm, I'm certain I know some listeners here, but I do know this for a fact: nobody listening has ever said hey, let me tell you about this perfectly adequate experience I just had. (laughs) Right? Like nobody says that because it's a bad story. It's not an interesting story. It's a story that has no character, no outcome, no surprise. So a talk trigger is a strategic operational differentiator that you use in your business to compel conversation. It's something that you do differently that your customers notice and tell stories about. And they will tell that story about the different thing that you do much more so than, how's the food? That's good. That's not much of a story.
0: The key thing here is it doesn't even necessarily need to be something huge. It doesn't need to be, No, oh, I got caught this room or something, you know, it's, it's really quite the office. Yeah. in in fact, let's go. I, I want to talk about before we go into like some of the best ways or some of the, you know, components of creating a, a great talk trigger for your business. I want to kind of, get people's minds to wrap around what this means, how sure. it plays out in some of the stories. So first and foremost, yeah. the, the the smallest thing I can think that I can point to is, is the chocolate chip cookie and Doubletree.
1: Yeah, and, and is one of the greatest talk trigger success stories in the history of the world. Doubletree Hotels by Hilton has given out a warm chocolate chip cookie to every guest at check-in every day for 30 years. Each day now, they deliver, hand-to-hand, about 75,000 cookies worldwide. Now, we wanted to make sure that this was truly talkable. So Daniel and I did a research project. There's actually four proprietary research studies went into this book. We spent a lot of time and a lot of money on first-party research to validate all these premises. In this one, we we talked to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of Doubletree customers. And we found, Eric, that 34% of them have mentioned the cookie to somebody else in the last 30 days without being asked. So a third of everybody who got a cookie have told the story about the cookie. Now what that means mathematically is about 25,500 people talk about that cookie to somebody else every day. Now the companion question is this, when's the last time you saw an ad for a Doubletree hotel? I'm going to say it's been a while because they don't do a lot of advertising because the cookie is the ad. The guests are the marketing team. That's how you know a talk trigger works. Now, is that is that marketing? Not really. And, And talk triggers really aren't marketing. Talk triggers, again, are operational decisions that create a marketing and efficiency advantage, right? It's something that you do different, not something that you say different. Uh, and that cookie is a really good example of how it can work in practice. And and as you said, it's not giant. It's not like we're gonna have a contest and one of you wins an island. It's a chocolate chip cookie, man. It's, you know, no, it's a good cookie. No, don't get me wrong. Yes. It is a very good cookie. As cookies go, it's really good. Even as as cookies given to me by hotel goes, it's definitely the best. But is it the best cookie in the world? no. And it's just a cookie. So it doesn't have your talk trigger doesn't have to be like wowie zowie. It just has to be something that people don't expect.
0: Well, and it's the warm cookie aspect of it, I think, as well as the timing of it, the ceremony. So here's
1: here's the thing about this. One of the things that your talk trigger must be is relevant. And it has to make sense in the context of of who you are and what you are, because it can't be too weird. right? It, It can't create confusion and dissonance. It's not just about creating chatter. It's about creating the right kind of chatter. So in, in Doubletree's case, their brand positioning, even within the pantheon of 14 different Hilton brands, they have 14 different hotel brands inside the company, Doubletree's specific brand positioning is the warm welcome. They put a tremendous amount of time and effort into that eight to nine minutes between when you set foot in the hotel and when you set foot into your room. So they put a lot of money into lobby design. They train their front desk personnel more so than other hotels. And the cookie is a big part of that because, and this is important, it's not just a pile of cookies. They turn around, they go to an oven, they put the cookie in a little bag, they turn around and they hand you a cookie. It's hand to hand and it's warm. It is really a cookie presentation ceremony, which ties into the warm welcome in a way that a pile of cookies laying around would not. And here's the thing,
0: it works. I can tell you firsthand, my kids, uh, about six months ago was when social media marketing world was 2018. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, so I flew out of Indianapolis, but that's an hour drive for me. Well, hour and a half. And it's like, you know what? I don't want to drive for an hour and a half, then get on, you know, wait around, then get on a plane. Then, and you know this because you're about that same distance.
1: <laughs> I was say, welcome, me. welcome to every week of my
0: life. Yes. So, so, uh, it's like, wait a second. Why don't we drive down there? You know, my my family can drop me off. We can stay overnight at the hotel, and they can we can swim in the pool and all that kind of stuff. So we stayed at a DoubleTree that was right near the airport. And oh, nice! My son and my daughter were handed these cookies, and the first thing they said, "Ooh, it's warm!" Mm -hmm. And then think about this: the next time we stayed at some other hotel, they asked me,
1: "Hey, is this the place that has the warm cookies?" Boom. You got it. So you got it. And and imagine, okay, they're kids, right? <laughs> think about the, think about the potential, the potential value of their patronage for the duration of their lives. Like if you go to Doubletree right now, if you, if you go to Twitter right now and just search Doubletree plus cookie, like it's insane, man. Like it's tweet after tweet, after tweet, after tweet, after tweet, pictures, photos, videos gifs of people like the cookie, the cookie, the cookie, like all the time, all the time, you'll see somebody who says something along these lines. Uh, I only stay at Doubletree hotels because of the cookie. And I'm like, look, I wrote the whole book about talk triggers and I love the cookie, but I'm not, <laughs> I don't know that <laughs> I would like realistically, I love Doubletree. They've been great to work with on this project. They they gave us some cookies and stuff to give away, but I'm like, okay, look, I don't know <laughs> that I would book a hotel based only on a cookie like i'm going to maybe go with location uh or price or do they have a bar uh but but hey you know what if the cookie is that important to you it proves the it proves the point but it does yeah it does
0: prove the point though that again the emotional impact that it that, has especially in that it's place a story. that yeah well it's I, a story exactly and it, it i mean it's it's almost that
1: uh you know you're you're staying over at a friend's house not a hotel cuz they offered you the cookie yes you know? Yes. Yes, absolutely. And that's it. I mean, Talk Triggers is all about giving your customers a, a story to tell. Right. And and it the key to that is giving every customer the same the same experience, right? And, and that's why the cookie thing works so well. It's not just, you know, um, like a lot of hotels will do a thing, nicer hotels will do a thing like, hey, from four to six in the lobby, we've got free wine and cheese. Okay, that's cool. That's nice. But it's 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 only certain days and it's only certain times, right? They're, they're truncating their own talkability by the way they put restrictions around the availability of that differentiator. Whereas what Doubletree does is so much better. Every guest, every day, Every time, doesn't matter what time of the day you check in, you get the warm chocolate chip cookie, right? You have so much more uh, word of mouth potential when you treat every customer consistently.
0: Well, so so consistency is cool in this other story, which I've also personally experienced Holiday World.
1: This oh, one, man, the best.
0: I mean, this is, again, this is local to both of us as well. And then, you know, it's Santa Claus, Indiana, Holiday World, and Splash and Safari. It's, Basically a holiday-themed,
1: you know, Six Flags. So no, it's a water park, amusement park yeah, a combo. Yeah, it's, you know, it, so it's yeah. It's both land and sea. I'll tell you how much I like these guys. Uh, Holiday World is the only case study that is in my book Utility. It's also in my book Hug Your Haters. And it's in my book Talk Triggers. It's in all three of the books that I've written, uh, three big books that I've written uh, lately, because they, they do so many things well that I can, like, rely on them as a case study every time. It's, it's truly... Uh, A truly remarkable organization, their differentiator, their talk trigger is that they give you at the park free sunscreen and free soft drinks. Now, if you've been to a amusement park anywhere in the world in the last five years, typically a drink, a soda is sixteen thousand dollars. That's that's the average retail price. It's one it's one bitcoin is what they, is what they charge. Like it's it like super crazy expensive, right? It's like like literally, it's like fifteen bucks. They give it away for free. Now, does that cost them some money on the revenue side? Of course it does. Yeah, I mean that's a yes. But let's remember that the actual costs of a soft drink are minimal, right? It's 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 sugar water and a cup, right? It's not really that expensive for them. But the back end of it is so powerful. The talk trigger advantage is so significant. And if you if you look at tripadvisor.com, you'll see that the best rated amusement park in the country, last time I checked, is Holiday World. In Santa Claus, Indiana, family owned. It's not Disneyland or Disney World or Universal Studios or any of that. Family owned. And every single one of their five star reviews, and there's dozens and dozens and dozens, thousands of them. Every review mentions free sunscreen and free soft drinks. All of them. It is their talk trigger. It is the story that people tell each other about that business. And, and I, every business can and should do that. Like, yes. like, we can all have that story. We just don't. We just, we're so laissez faire about word of mouth. And that's what we're trying to solve with this book is let's do word of mouth on purpose with a strategy instead of just hoping that it works.
0: And I think Holiday World's a good example of they are tiny, they are small compared to yes, family owned Six Flags, Disney. Owned. You know, they are, so they are the small business of theme parks. For sure. Words. So this proves Absolutely. that it's it's not a scale thing. It's being no. human at scale to the people that you're interacting with.
1: There's so many small business examples in the book. And in fact, Daniel and I were really specific about this, um, that in the book, we, we tried to kind of play bingo with it. Right. And cover all the spaces. So there's small business and big business. There's B2B and B2C. There's American and international. What we wanted desperately was that everybody can read this book and find examples that resonate with them. What we didn't want is somebody says, well, that's neat, but I can't do that because X. So it's very strategic and carefully crafted that the stories, and I think there's 29 case studies in the book, that they are they are so broad and and cover so many different types of businesses that everybody's gonna be like, oh yeah, those guys are enough like us that I can see this working in our business.
0: checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash beyond. Again, go to shopify.com slash beyond now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash beyond. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating.
1: All the
0: So I want to give one more example, and this is a little bit different. Uh, you know, it's not a warm cookie, or it's not you know free drinks, but FreshBooks. What they do, which again, Mike McDermott was actually just on the show two weeks oh, ago. Oh, Great! So awesome. I'm in love with FreshBooks, but I, I so I want to make sure I mention them. But so FreshBooks is doing something, or has done something that's uniquely different from just giving something away. It's much more yes. connected to their FreshBooks community.
1: Yeah, and it's uh, in fact Daniel, uh, my co-author, is speaking uh, at FreshBooks event today. As a matter of fact. Um, so it's an interesting story. So when Mike started the company and they were very small, still operating out of his home, the, the deal was if you're on the road, if you're traveling for business, um, see if you can find some customers in that city and just take them to dinner and just, you know, just know your customers, right? It's always a good approach. Um, just kind of build those relationships. Well, that spawned this larger initiative now called I make a living where FreshBooks has a whole series of events all around the country where they bring in speakers and they talk about uh, business productivity and and business growth and, and business um, operational initiatives. And they just invite all their customers to these events uh, in each city. I make a living and they don't charge anything for it. It's just totally free. And it's amazing the kind of conversations that those events spawn about everything. Yeah, of course, about, about fresh books, but, but about all these other business initiatives as well. We would call that uh talkably useful as well as talkably generous in the uh, categorization of the book. It's it's one of my favorite examples because it's one that every company mm-hmm. could do. Yes. Like every company that's got customers in multiple markets, or even if you have customers just in one market, like, okay, have an event just for your customers. Ta-da! I mean, it's, it's amazing, right? And and it, it really does stand out. I love what they're doing. And they're just, they continue to add more and more events and the events get better and better. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, it it got that also, again, if it's for your customers, there's almost this exclusivity or VIP uh, mm-hmm. benefit or added value to it. To, to hold these and say, you get a free ticket because you're our, you you know, you're, you're a customer, uh, you're part yes, of our family.
1: But, but, the, but what's great about it, Eric, is that it's for all customers, right? So what a lot of businesses would do is they would say, okay, let's have an event for customers, mm-hmm. but let's only have it for customers that spend X amount or customers that have referred somebody else or customers that have been with us X amount of time or customers that we think we want to upsell. They don't do that. It's available to all customers, and that's what makes it a successful talk trigger, the same way that Doubletree gives everybody a chocolate chip cookie, right? When you start to put up barriers and walls and conditions and circumstances, that's when the word of mouth edge starts to dissipate.
0: Yeah. Well, and that gets into the question that some of the business owners out there would think when they're trying to assess creating their own talk trigger, it, it gets to the reasonable or reason, reasonable That's not a word. But is, in other words, is this <laughs> a reasonable perhaps? Yes. Before? Is it reasonable for us to give a ticket to an event for our customers, to every customer, or should we charge everybody a small amount or should we only give it to the highest pay, you know, highest, you know, tier people, all that kind of thing? I mean, yeah. so, uh, but, so I guess I'm kind of chewing, shoehorning into, uh, these four characteristics of a good talk trigger. Yeah. We've talked a little bit about the, re- the relevant. Obviously remarkable mm-hmm. has been kind of the overarching reasonable. Mm-hmm. I just mentioned, uh, just mentioned. Um, repeatable, obviously every cookie Mm -hmm. over and over again. So these four things though, I mean, you, you basically have, it's, it's a Venn diagram in in the middle of all four of these.
1: Yeah, that's it. I'll, I'll spin that up for a little bit. Every talk trigger has to have four ingredients. It has to be remarkable, meaning that it is worthy of remark It has to be something that people don't expect that way they'll talk about it. So it has to be remarkable. Table stakes really has to be repeatable meaning every customer gets access to it, as we just talked about, uh, it has to be reasonable. So you don't want it to be too big because it backfires. When you, when you offer customers something that's too big, they doubt the trustworthiness of it. They start to talk about your terms and conditions, which is not what you want. So you, you don't want to get too crazy. And it has to be relevant. It has to make sense in the context of, of who you are and, and what you're about. So those are the four R's. Remarkable, repeatable, reasonable, and relevant. All talk triggers must have those four things.
0: Yeah. And and I think that's the key there is that, you know, it could be something that's relevant, but it's, you know, it's like I could, you know, I could step in and I could, you know, insert here giving away something that's huge, but it's like that's not reasonable to continually do, which again gets to the repeatableness of it.
1: Well yeah, and customers get customers get mad, right? I mean, when 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 somebody checks into a hotel. And there's a live panda bear in the hotel <laughs> and a eucalyptus free, uh, that might create some conversation, but for how long, right? That's not a word of mouth strategy. That's a lottery ticket, right? That's, that's hoping it goes viral. That's hoping it shows up on Reddit. Now I'm not suggesting that's a bad idea. It's just not a strategy. It's, it's hope. And when the next customer gets to that hotel and they don't have a panda bear in their room, they're like, Hey man, what about me? Where's my bear? you, you. I, I do not believe personally, as somebody who's been a, a business consultant now for almost 30 years, I do not believe that the best strategy is to intentionally treat customers inconsistently. Now, we see it all the time. Of course, loyalty programs are built on this. There's a lot of different circumstances in business by which we do treat customers inconsistently. I just don't think it's a very good strategy personally. Uh, and it's certainly not a good talk trigger strategy.
0: Yeah. You, you saying bears made me think of... Uh I heard a story recently on Scott and Allison Stratton's unmarketing podcast about Build-a-Bear and this thing yeah. that they did, hey, did you hear about this where it's yeah. like you pay the dollar amount of the age of your kid and like yeah. I mean the the mall was slammed <laughs> and you know yeah. you've got lines and lines of angry kids and tired or or tired kids and angry parents it's it's or both they're they both angry they're both tired so yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and that's one of the things that, that that is important to recognize, that a talk trigger is an operational choice. It's not marketing. So uh, the Build-A-Bear thing, I can tell you right now what happened. It was led by marketing and insufficiently vetted operationally. That's how you set up with, you know, how you end up with, here's a great promotion. Oh, we can't fulfill it. It blows up in our face. Everybody's actually unhappy, not happy, which is why we're very careful in this book to say, that you have to rely on the triangle of awesome. The triangle of awesome is marketing, sales, customer service, and then in the middle is operations. So all those groups have to work together on your talk trigger because if they don't, if, if everybody's not on the same page, then it, you, you run the risk that Build-A-Bear did where you use great idea and then it blows up in your face. Like Think about Doubletree and the cookie we talked about. Think about the operational requirements of that. You have to have an oven built into every hotel. You have to have the supply chain to keep every hotel in dough. You have to have all the bags to put the cookies in. You have to train each front desk person how to actually get the cookies, make the cookies, and present the cookies. You have to be food service certified in every hotel, right? All of this stuff is operations. None of that is marketing. And when you're doing word of mouth, It's all about operations because that's where the rubber meets the road, right? It's not just about fun idea, panda bear in the room. If you're going to make this something that's an engine of your growth, day after day, month after month, quarter after quarter, year after year, the whole organization has to be on board with this.
0: So I hear your advice basically being, hey, if you're going to think about doing this, you had better get all of those divisions together before. Totally.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we talk about creating a committee um, to, to, to build this out in the book and how to do that and what, you, what each group brings to the committee meetings. It's a really specific, like, I'm really proud of the, the six-step process. It's at the end of the book that tells anybody how to do this, small or large. We've got different sort of paths for small companies and big companies. A, it's the same process that we use at Convince and Convert to do this kind of work for real companies, so we know it works. We do it every day. And B, I just want to acknowledge that there's a ton of good word-of-mouth books out there already. Right? Contagious by Jonah Berger, Word of Mouth Marketing by Andy Cernovitz, um, Fizz by Ted Wright who wrote our forward. There's a bunch of good books out there. So you don't need this book to learn that word of mouth is important. Now, I think we do it in a way that's, that's relevant and interesting and dynamic and persuasive, but you don't need my book to tell you that. But what this book does that no other book has done so far is give you an exact replicatable system, For doing word of mouth on purpose, for actually having a talk triggers strategy, that's been the missing piece in the industry. And I think we've we've helped fill that gap. Uh, And 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 I know people can sort of follow those instructions and make this happen.
0: Yeah, it's it's very clear cut. Uh, One other aspect that I thought was actually pretty interesting uh, is this idea behind having these
1: four groups of customers. Can you talk Mm -hmm. about that a little bit? yeah yeah what is interesting what we find is and, and I think we all know this to be true from an kind of intuition perspective, but we we find that even with a talk trigger present, right even if you have a cool differentiator like a chocolate chip cookie, not every customer is going to talk about that because some customers are just predisposed to 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 communicating that way. And some customers just are not. They just don't care. It's actually, you'll appreciate this, Eric. It's, it's not dissimilar from how people treat community. So as we all know, there's lots of people who might be a member of an online community, but only some will comment and fewer yet will post original messages, right? It's the same kind of dynamic. So it's okay if some customers don't share your talk trigger. You're never going to get a 100% talkable rate. In fact, we talked about Doubletree, one of the best examples out there. Their talkable rate's 34%. It's a third of their customers, and that's a great example, right? So so it's okay. You're not going to find 100% of your customers talking about it. Some people just won't notice it, or they're too busy, or it doesn't stand out to them. And some people just aren't like that, and that's okay, too.
0: And so I think that's the thing is like wait a second, uh, how do I know that this is actually working? How do we, you know, if I'm only seeing one third of the people actually talk about yeah. it, uh, you know, is that
1: a convincing enough percentage to the people yeah, upstairs? It absolutely is. Yes, for sure. Like it should be uh, because one third is amazing. Yes. Uh, we, you know, we look for in the in the book we talk about uh, if you can if you can get over you know 20, 25 percent talkable rate, you're crushing it, crushing it. Uh, that's, that's really, really strong and, and, and is sort of the indicator that you've got something that really matters. Now you might think, well, geez, 20, 25%, that's not very much. You got to take that in context and just take a step back and think about that. All right. So if one out of every four of your customers told somebody else about your business without you having to do anything else, I know one out of four doesn't seem like a lot. But that is an incredibly strong word of mouth program, because without that, it's a lot fewer than one in four. Right? It's it's one in a hundred, one in twenty. Um, so we got to we you know we just have to make sure we understand those numbers in context,
0: right? And effectively, that one third number or that one fourth number that they are walking advertisements. You know, it, it's it's you know, you're never gonna get the hundred percent if you can get the quarter of the people though, uh, to one well one, we're not even talking about retention, like repeat customer, you know. If they're right, if you're you yes. know, that's that's not even a thing we we've mentioned, but I just did. But like then if you can get the repeat business from these people and that they consistently keep coming back and then bring others along with them for separate yes. visits, you know, speaking of yes. double tree specifically, but yeah, it's it's crazy.
1: Well, and you think about what would you pay for that kind of exposure, right? A lot, you would, you would pay a lot for that. So you have to think about it that way. You know, it's, it's, it's free marketing really when your customers become volunteer marketers on your behalf. And, and that's where the real, the real value is, right? It's like, okay, we don't, I mean, think about it. Cheesecake factory, another example in the book, they don't advertise. Doubletree, they don't really advertise. I mean, most of the examples in the book uh, are companies that, that advertise very little, uh, because their talk trigger serves that purpose for them.
0: Yeah. I mean, they've basically grown walking, valid Amazon reviews <laughs> in the flesh. So Yes,
1: that's it. That's it.
0: Yeah, uh, I love it. Well, Jay, th- I mean, this is awesome. I-, I mean, I really do think everybody who's in a business needs to get this book to really sit down with it and study – where their differentiator, where their talk trigger, in other words, what's their cookie? You know that's a really easy way to think about it. It's like, what what could be my cookie, and then what could my team come up with in order to one be are we already remarkable? Can we be remarkable if we're not? you know what's relevant, reasonable, repeatable? And I, the book's going to change a lot of businesses, I think.
1: So. I hope so. And thank you for saying that. We we really hope that's the case. And um, one thing I want to mention is that the book itself has a talk trigger, which makes sense. You can't really write a book about word of mouth without a word of mouth element to it. It's actually two. One, the book itself has uh, alpacas on the cover. It's hot pink and has alpacas on the cover, which is um atypical, I think, from a business book standpoint. Uh but the second thing, the most important talk trigger, is that there is really no reason to not buy this book. Uh on the back of the book is a is a big um satisfaction guaranteed seal. Says these words, Eric. If you bought this book and didn't like it, go to talktriggers.com and send the authors, that's me, a note. They will buy you any other book of your liking. And we will. So if you buy this book and don't like it for any reason, you let us know. We'll buy you any book. You want a first edition Bible, we'll track one down. Uh, You have literally no risk. So buy the book. It's $17 on Amazon today. If you don't like it, we'll buy you whatever book you want. No questions asked.
0: Okay, so now to go back to the hug your haters side of things, do they have to tell you why so that you get the feedback? No.
1: I mean, I would prefer that, of course, right. we'll ask. <laughs> I mean, we'll ask if I mean, we want to know. Uh, we'll, we'll ask what, what, why they didn't like it, but uh, that's not a condition of uh, offer, certainly cool.
0: Very cool. All right. All right. So it's launch day for this book. And uh, it is. where should people go? I know everybody always says wherever fine books are sold, but like any anywhere specific, <laughs> any, any other like extras or bonus items or anything like that.
1: Oh, so much stuff. So if you go to talktriggers.com, there's tons of free bonus stuff. Tons, 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 whether you buy the book or not. Uh, there's uh, presentations that you can download if you want to work on this internally. There's book club um, discussion guides. There's all kinds of supplemental research. There's infographics. There's videos. I mean, you could just go to the website and pay nothing and have a bunch of information that will help you do this. And we're we're delighted to have you do that. That's at talktriggers.com. The book is available in Kindle. It's available as an audio book read by myself and my co-author. And of course, in hardcover, Uh, Amazon is, of course, the easiest way to get it. But Barnes & Noble or independent bookshops will have it as well. It will also be in all the airport bookstores starting this week. Um, Yeah, it's great. You, You won't be able to miss it.
0: That's perfect. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to do well, I'm sure.
1: So uh, yeah, we're already selling a bunch of books and, and, uh, uh, feedback has been great. I mean, I, I don't want to belabor this point, but I've had, um, several people who I really respect like Josh Burnoff and, and, uh, uh, Jeff Brown and other folks say, uh, it's the best business book they've ever read, which, uh, you know, I can't even conceptualize that kind of praise, but, um, I, I don't think a lot of people will take us up on the I don't like the book buy me another book offer. I'll put it that way.
0: Yeah, I, I find that hard to to believe. I don't think that's going to happen as, as often as someone might suspect, but uh, it's a great offer to have for sure. Um I will link up to everything we mentioned uh, in the show notes for this episode. And Jay, thanks for being here. Hopefully, we'll have you oh, back sooner than so good. You know the time so in between good. This yes, time. it'll
1: be so yeah. Be sometime between now and twenty twenty four. Yes, uh, we'll, we'll do this again. I promise. Next time, let's uh, let's get together and we'll do yes. it in person. We'll put microphones. We're not that far away. No, we'll do it at the DoubleTree by the Indianapolis uh, Airport. That'll, there you that'll go. Be perfect. Yes,
0: perfect. Awesome. Over cookies. Thanks for being here, Jay. Thanks so much. All right. So my takeaway question for you, my homework to you is that I hope that you can, if you haven't already from listening to this conversation, figure out what your cookie is. I know that seems very simple, but it's a really easy question to ask. What is your cookie? What is that one thing that you can do that is going to net you a higher return than the other actions that you are taking on a regular basis? Think about that thing that is remarkable to you, That's relevant that's reasonable and that's repeatable. What is that one thing? that cookie that has the characteristics to you that is remarkable, relevant, reasonable, repeatable. And then once you've identified it, start to strategize about how you can make that your talk trigger, not necessarily in terms of marketing you or yourself or your business, but definitely run with that if that's your thing. If you need that, if you need to market yourself, if you need to market your business, this will be hugely effective for you. But I'm talking about drilling down another layer underneath the conversation we were having, which is... What is that one thing, that cookie, that is going to be the thing that is most impactful in terms of the actions you can take in your life regarding your productivity? It may be an efficiency thing. It may be a hack that's going to allow you to produce more in less time even. I don't know. I don't know your situation, but I'd love to hear it. So head on over to the show notes for this episode, com slash 244. That's where you'll find the link to the show notes for this episode. You'll find the links mentioned in this show, the link to Jay's book, and I will see you next episode.